Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, Jason. Hey, Samantha Dawn hello. <laughs> Thank you. I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I mean, we're back here again at our wonderful podcast, Survival Jobs, a podcast in collaboration with Broadway World. But again, we're having to start in a very somber and we're being so trying to be as respectful as possible because of what's going on in our country. Again, you know, with the shooting that happened in Texas. Um, I just can't believe that two weeks in a row that we have to talk about horrible three? things happening. Wasn't in it three? Country. I feel like it was before Probably. that. It was, uh, you know, the whole uh, Roe versus, Ro versus Wade thing, you know? And it's just like... Yeah, three weeks <laughs> in a row. Um, yeah, I know, you know, we talked about it really briefly before we hit record because, you know, we want to make sure that we're being sensitive, but, you know, and you can, you can say it that you, you know, you, you have stuff, we all have stuff going on in our personal yeah, lives as well. I, I don't know. I'm just at such a place where I'm not ignoring things and I'm not, not paying attention or, or, or understanding we have a problem, but like my personal life, the past month and a half has been so in shambles and shocking that for me right now, for my mental health, I can't think too much about all of this horrible, all of the horrible events taking place. I'm acknowledging. And, and by the way, like, I don't know if people are like, that's so wrong. Like you need to pay attention. I am paying attention and I do do the work and I volunteer and donate and, and, and speak when I can. And I'm in a good place too. But right now, Samantha is not in a mental place a good mental headspace to comment, engage, think too much about. I will sob right now. Like 18 children are dead. Like what? Like I can't mentally go there today. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to have a moment of silence for everybody suffering in the world. For yeah. everybody who's lost somebody, whether it was this, whether it was the week before, whether it was the week before that, like so much horribleness is not a word horribleness is not a word but that's just mm-hmm. is going on and and, yeah. and 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 i by the way i don't think there's like a right or wrong way to like navigate or handle these things like 
in a few weeks when I'm healed or in a better healing spot from what's going on in my personal life, then maybe I can have a clearer headspace to speak. Yeah. <laughs> today I can't. And so I'm going to just pass it to you and I will. Well, you know, I just, um, when I heard the news yesterday, it kind of was like in the middle of doing, you know, think like living, you know, and it's like kind of hard to take that in. So like, you know, it was, I didn't want to watch the news right away. I didn't want to have the, you know, watch the speeches and everything because, you know, it's just so upsetting. You know, it's like every day, it's just, this country is, is a, is a mess. You know, we're, in, we're, it's in the gutter, honestly. And I know that may be controversial to say, but honestly, like, I, I don't care because it's the truth, you know, um, the last few, like we said, the last few episodes, we had to start this off by saying how we're thinking of people and how we have to be very respectful and obviously, but like, this is nonstop, you know, it's just nonstop kind of garbage and fuckery. And, you know, every American should be ashamed that this keeps happening. You know, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, you should be ashamed that 19 people got murdered in a school at the end of the school year. Like it's, 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 it's just horrible, you know, and, and Republicans can claim that they're not or claim that they're pro-life or they're the party of American values, but you can't vote for people who are beholden to the NRA, you guys. And that's, that's like, you have to research, like I can't go into all the money that the NRA, the NRA puts into the pockets of these Republican uh, senators and congressmen, because that's not what our podcast is about. But like, I, implore people to do their research on what's going on in this country you know you can't say you're pro-life when our kids and our loved ones can't go to a school or to the grocery store or to the church or to the movies or anywhere what the risk of being gunned down by some nut job with a military grade weapon like why do we have military grade weapons you guys like you should not be able to kill 15 people in 10 seconds like that makes no sense to me that we live in a country that's supposed to be land of the, land of the free where that can happen you know, so I don't know. I don't know. I can go on and on about the abortions, how they want to ban abortions. They want to ban the word gay. They want to ban masks. They want to they want to ban talking about white supremacy and the history of this country with black and indigenous people and brown people. But they don't want to do anything about guns. And that's like the saddest, most stupidest, ridiculous thing. And I don't know. I know we don't want to talk about it too much, but I mean, I I think there's a fine line with being like, I don't want to talk about this. Right. Which is where I am, which is just me personally. But then how do you not? You were listing all the places yeah. you can't go. The movies, the church, the subway, the subway. That New York is what I was going to say next. Like the subway. I haven't been riding the subway too much. I don't really have to in my day to day. I I primarily stay in my neighborhood. I work from home. But this weekend, I need to ride the subway a lot, actually. And I need to go to Brooklyn. And I cannot take $80 cabs to Brooklyn. And I shouldn't have as an I, I've lived in New York for 11 years of my life, all mm -hmm. of my adult life. I've, I'm, I am a New Yorker. I shouldn't have this overwhelming fear to swipe a metro card and go on the subway. Nobody but should. I do. You can't call. We can't say this is the land of the free, and and we're scared to go outside. Like that's doesn't make any. And this doesn't happen in other 
developed, I hate saying that word, but like other first world countries, like this shit doesn't happen. It's only happening here. It's an American, it's a North American, United States of American problem. It doesn't happen in Canada. So it's, 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 it's insane. And I was, you know, I was like, we got to do this podcast and I had something to say. I, I didn't even want to do it. Like I, I was just like crying this morning and I told you like, I didn't want to do it, but we have, you know, we have to, because we love this podcast. And so I, I was the like, I had to do something. The show, I hate that saying, but yeah, know, the show must go on. It must. <laughs> like, um, that's exactly what we're doing, though. Like, yeah, we're yeah. not gonna just, you know. But I had to, I had ha- to do, I had to do some kind of action. So I was like, okay, googling, what can we do? Like, we always this, this happens, right? It's two hundred over two hundred mass shootings happened this year so far. It's only May, so what can we do? So I was looking up stuff. I was supposed to be working, but I spent the first hour of my workday looking up stuff to do, right? I'm like, I have to do something, and I found this website, um, is, which is www.nwyc.com, which is National Right Your Congressman, and. You know, I know that we all have busy lives and, you know, we're all doing stuff, but I just, I'm just asking if you listen to this podcast, if you would take five minutes this week and and if you are on, and I'm going to say it, the right side of history that, you know, you want this shit to stop, just take five minutes to go to this website and write this letter. They have like little prompts that you can use. They help you find your congressman. You can write to the president. Like it's, just, it's very easy to, and very, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like they guide you to how to write a, a, an email to your congressman and just demand action and take the five minutes. I, I, I looked at it today. It helps you fill stuff in. It tells you who your people are. So you don't have to do so much work. And I just, I don't know, I, that's all I can really say, you know, I mean, shit sucks. <laughs> but we, as you said, the show must go on. We have to keep positive. We have to keep fighting. We have to keep demanding demanding accountability from our leaders and we have this we have to i don't know if it's gonna happen in our generation samantha but you know i'm hoping the next one things will be better (laughs) thank you for doing that research and we'll drop the link in the show notes so everyone can go click on that if i'm gonna find more too yeah yeah and thank you for taking lead on that combo because again i just that's just where i am and i can't take lead and I appreciate oh. you. Yeah, no problem. I appreciate you. I just like, you know, we ha- I, I was, I can't, I can't just sit here and like rant well, about we, the same thing again. No, but also we can't come onto our show and just talk about fun art when, when this just happened yesterday, because today we're recording. It's Wednesday. This is coming out on Thursday. This shooting happened yeah. on Tuesday. We can't just come onto this show, this platform that we have and just talk about take me out, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but we can't do that because we, that is crazy. We can't just ignore. And I guess yeah. that's me contradicting what I said in the beginning because I'm not ignoring what's going on. I just can't go totally. I can't sit in it a hundred percent just yet. Cause we, we all you know have I mean? lives. Everybody, everyone has a life. Everyone has stuff happening in their lives as well. So I totally get it. Um, I, I just mean, wanted to just and- ask people that. You know, take yeah. that five minutes out. Take some action. I mean, to your point, I was in the theater last night, and I was sitting in a completely sold out theater at second at second stage. What the heck is the theater called? <laughs> Very second, small theater. Yeah, it's a small, I'm... small, small theater. I can't get out of the row. Everyone had to get. You have to get out of the row to let the other person in. 
Also, I had massive anxiety because the mm-hmm. shooting happened yesterday. I'm at the show, Take Me Out, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. Mm-hmm. And because of the leak of, of the the nature of the show, a video was leaked, there's nudity. Now you have to put your phone into a pouch that they lock. Like I mm-hmm. can't even unlock the pouch, which is yeah. respectful for the actors and people have violated their right to have their phone out. Uh, but I was sitting there like, oh my God, if a crazy shooting happens in this theater, I can't even get out my phone to mm. like text my mom that I'm okay. Yeah. And then- oh, Samantha, I'm seeing Take Me Out uh, on Friday. So maybe we could talk about it. Well, I'm going to run for people who, uh, yeah, I don't want to get spoilers, obviously, but no spoilers. It's kind of cool to talk about it together when on, I see it on Friday. Okay. So we'll we'll hold up on that combo. Yeah. Until next mic check when we both <laughs> talk about it. Yeah. But just know your phone is in a completely locked pouch. Completely. You cannot yeah. unlock that shit. It was crazy. This machine they had all the it's crazy. I'm like, what? Yeah, we had, we used that Highline one time, I remember, for some event. Really? Yeah, I mean it's an outside company. Highline couldn't afford that. But outside company came. It was like a private event for someone who had performed. I forgot who it was. But uh yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see it though. And you know, we need art, you're right? We need art, we need culture, we need we need it. So I'm happy that Broadway's back. I'm happy to I'm fortunate to be able to see a show. And you know, it's gonna it is scary. You know, I'm going to New York this weekend because I, I live in Connecticut right now because of the pandemic, but you know, going into New York, it's like you know, you feel weird you know i don't want to like buy into like oh new york is so terrible now because it's not right but it's still like just the state of our country is a mess in general and um we gotta do something something has to change right yeah that's for sure apologies on the sirens as usual i tried to stay (laughs) muted for as long as possible but that's just that's just new york for you well, so should we talk, should we take a turn and get back into our show? I know you hate the show must go on, but the show must go on. And we have to yeah. lean into the things that make us feel good when things are so shitty. Um, so we had a gr- the, the great opportunity to talk mm-hmm. to, by the way, our first dancer, dancer, dancer. To be yeah. Survival Jobs, Shao Shao, who yes. is now currently a stunning ballerina and Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Yeah. And I I loved talking to her because she was just so sweet and she had such a, an interesting point of view and she was so engaging. And it was like really cool to see like what that's like being a featured dancer in a Broadway show, you know? Yeah. And her journey to New York and, mm-hmm. and, and her process and, she was just so lovely to chat with and inspiring and so positive. And you could tell like Xiao Xiao just loves what she does. And, yeah. and the passion was just like beaming through the screen. I know. So her energy, you yeah. could feel her energy. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the best. <laughs> it Literally. is the best for sure. Uh, Okay, so I'm going to read her bio. Sorry, I have to look yeah, away from the you... camera for a second. <laughs> you take <laughs> but, it off. Yeah, so Xiao Xiao was born in China and began her professional ballet training at the age of 10 at the Gung Chao Art School. 
After graduating at age 16, she joined the Gung Chao Ballet in 2005 and became a soloist in 2011. In 2012, she was invited by Mark Roxy to join the Roxy Ballet, and she moved to New York. Two years later, she joined the Susan Farrell Ballet based at the Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. In 2018, she joined the Metropolitan Opera Ballet at the Lincoln Center for the Performing Arts in New York City. In 2019, she made her Broadway debut with the Phantom of the Opera. She is a dancewear designer as well and launched her leotard product called Shao Shao Designs in 2015. That's I just so wanted cool. to, yeah. I mean, come on. Like, she's been professionally dancing pretty much her whole life. And then it was like, I'll just also do a dancewear design because. Also, by the way, like dancers should be making clothes for dancers because you know it's comfortable, you know it feels good, you know it makes you feel confident. So I think that's beautiful. I would like to just tell a really quick story before we go to the go to the interview. So we talk about this with with Xiao Xiao, but my niece is in ballet, and I was having dinner with her. Sorry, there's my survival job. Um, my niece is in ballet, and I was having dinner with her this past weekend. Her dance show is coming up in a few weeks. And we were talking about something, uh, one of the teachers performed her solo. And I said, Lena, did Lily perform her solo? And she's like, yep, she did a solo. She's like, I don't even know what that means, but she did it. That's so <laughs> cute. Said, in the bio, you said something like, she was a soloist. And I thought that was um, a cute story to share. So yeah. should we let everyone listen to Shao Shao? Yeah, let's do it. And yeah, Enjoy thank y'all. Enjoy it. Thank you for listening as always. <laughs> Hi, Xiao Xiao. Welcome to Survival Jobs, a podcast. We're Hi. so happy you're joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course. Yeah, we're so excited. I think, and Jason, correct me if I'm wrong, I think you're our first mm -hmm. dancer. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, prim yeah, primarily. Like a our, yeah, amazing. like our first like professional dancer, dancer. So oh. we're so excited. So you're Thank a you. first. This Thanks. is Shasha, first. Maybe, first <laughs> maybe you can teach us something through through the through the Zoom, like a quick. Yeah, like, yeah of course, like a ballet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then, like, yeah. <laughs> some arabesque. Yeah. My, my niece is in ballet, and so she's four, and so like mm -hmm. the the thing she talks about all the time is an arabesque because it's yeah. Just, it's not crazy yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful pose and the movements and the very common, very yeah. ballet. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, very ballet. Yeah. Um, so this podcast is called Survival Jobs, a podcast. So we just want to jump right in mm -hmm. uh, and get going. So yeah. um, I think I have the first one. Right? Yeah, go ahead, Jay. Take it away. Yeah. Can you share a story or ex experience from a survival job that's positively impacted your career, like where you are now? Now I'm in New York and um, I work with the Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. Yes. And I actually um, came from a very classical background. I, start, I started ballet since I was three years old. My parents sent me to a local school in my hometown, Changsha in China. And wow. then um, I went, I left home at 10 and joined the professional ballet school uh, in Guangzhou. And then I Amazing. studied six years there and I graduated and I joined Guangzhou Ballet right away 
when I was 16. And then I danced there for six years. And at the same time, I, because they have a program, um, co- collaborate with university mm-hmm. in Xinhai. So I um, kind of studied and at the same time I was dancing. So you've been pretty um, much a professional since you were a teenager. Yes. You yeah. Know, you know. <laughs> That's um, amazing. Ball, you know, ballet, you wanted to be on stage as early as possible. And uh, you mm-hmm. want to have longer career on stage. So, yeah. Yeah. That makes so total you, sense. So you really never had to do the, like, typical survival job that artists you know, have to go through before they get their like big break. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I'm considered a lucky one because a lot yeah. of <laughs> yes, because once I get you know graduated from um, my ballet school, I joined a professional company right away. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of other dancers, they might have to take a little bit um, to auditions. Like, um, like for example, my my class we have. Um, 30 dancers mm-hmm. and then I think after well uh, when we graduated we had like three uh, no like 10 dancers join the co- um, professional companies but because the early years when you, when you just join a company there are a lot of pressures and a lot of difference you know be- between a professional dancers and the students and a lot of people can't uh, really keep it going so after yeah. two years i was the only one dance on stage wow, wow. congratulations and that's thank not you. Luck. That's, that's that's hard work and and talent clearly thank you yeah, yeah it was it's just yeah the, the the early age when you joined the company was definitely not easy you know especially mm-hmm. in ballet companies there are a lot of competitions i mean also you you just have to have a lot of strength to face all the um, difficult. Yeah. I'm wow, sure. I can't even imagine. That's incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. So, so since you don't really have any survival jobs to talk about, I know you talked a little bit just now about your training, but mm-hmm. could you go into a little bit more detail about your training and and what that experience was like uh, in a little bit more detail? How many hours per day? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. When I was a young age, you know, obviously we have like six to eight hours yeah, per day uh, for all different kinds of dance, not just ballet. We have um, other um, modern dance and the partnering. And the, actually, you know, talk, sorry for jump for jumping, no, no. Um, talk about the survive jobs. When I came to New York, actually, um, I actually joined the company but it, it's so different with when I dance with in China because here in, in, when, when we were dancing in China those companies are like more we have more longer weeks and then we have less vacation time and then we always have get paid during vacation but mm-hmm. then in the US most of the companies you don't get paid during yeah. the vacations so mm-hmm. um, welcome to the then, US <laughs> then that's the time I actually have to find things to do. But, um, well, when I just came here, I went, cause I was holding the um, O-1 visa, artist, artist visa. So I cannot mm-hmm. really do any 
thing that's, that's not allowed to do anything besides my ballet company. But yeah. at that time, I went to study at FIT for summer courses oh. and I tried to fill in myself. And then when I got my green card, I can got more I can do more things um, during yeah. the off time. And then I started my dancewear company. And that's one of uh, survivor survival jobs for me as a dancer when I have off time. And it's also my passion, um, yeah. helping my um, dance career too, like, like financially and also um, that's a, a, a thing I love to do. Yeah, for sure. Wait, so you create dance clothing? Yes, I do. Um, actually, I don't like make each one of them. I design them and I make samples and I wear them to ballet classes. That's and amazing. I try, yeah, I try them out. And if you know they're comfortable to dance and they're you know workable, and because I love a lot of lace and um, different kinds of materials, and then I'll see other dancers' um, reaction if they think I look beautiful and they was like okay that would be a good uh, sale so yeah. then after I decide which one I want to sell I send to the factory and then they make multiple make multiple of them and uh, then send back to me and I just sell them on my website that's yes incredible. business owner yes <laughs> and isn't that I love when when we hear stories like this when you can take your craft and your art and then turn it into mm-hmm. like sort of like a and in my right now, I'm thinking like a family tree, like you have what you love, right? And then the branches come off of like, what else you can do with your, your talent and your passion to just keep expanding it and mm-hmm. just keep like life going instead of being just contained in the one thing. Yeah, so that's yes. amazing. Congratulations. You, we'll definitely you. have to uh, drop your website in the show yeah, notes yeah, so people thank you, can thank you. purchase yes. the dancers listening mm-hmm. can go access, <laughs> you know, some dance clothing. That's incredible. Yeah. Congrats on Thank that. Thank you. Amazing. So you said you were dancing since you were a kid. Do you remember like a, per- a certain age you were like, hmm, I think I can do this professionally. I think I'm pretty good. Do you remember what, what age that was? Well, I never doubt myself cannot be a professional dancer somehow. <laughs> I don't know why. It's when I was three, I already you know, think in the future I'm going to pr- like a, be a professional dancer um I don't know I might think differently with people I just like have one path I just yeah. go towards you just there. Knew what I you never... loved. Yeah, yeah yeah wow I love that's that pretty... you were like so yeah. driven from three years old <laughs> that's amazing that is pretty amazing so do you so so you came from China to New York to dance and and do what you love <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about what that was like and the transition coming to New York mm-hmm. City and and just your experience with that? Yes, um, I actually always loved New York City when I uh, was in China because actually we, when I was uh, dancing in Guangzhou Ballet, we traveled to different cities in the U.S. and the Canada, and I always loved to visit, you know, and perform at different places, but I've never been to New York. And I watched a lot of, you know, movies and, uh, um, you know, TV series about New York, and I always wanted to be here. And the first time I traveled to here was to audition some uh, ballet companies. And I was just so, like, excited to be here. And 
I felt home right away. And somehow, you know, I, I it just feel like, oh, every day you're, you're living in a dream. You're living in a, like a movie. So, um, and then I remember the, after um, all the auditions and I took um, a cab back to the um, airport and then flying back to China and uh, on the way back and I saw Brooklyn Bridge and I was like, oh my gosh, I, I love here so much. I, I, I have to be back. So it's like romantic then, in a way. It's like, oh my God, I love this place, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just feels so magical to me. Um, and then after a couple of weeks, I got an offer. And then I started to um, plan my, my, all my visa and stuff and then pack everything and move to New York. Wow. And then when I... Yeah, it was definitely different, um, life different uh, with before because just a lot of things, you know, in New York, um, no one would laugh about your dreams and then mm. you just have, it, you just see so many um, possibilities and you see people are so creative, so inspiring and the people from all over the world, they have, they all have dreams, they, they all mm-hmm. have their passions. You just get so touched and so like, happy to be around all those people and uh yeah i love what you just said that (laughs) in in new york nobody's gonna laugh at your dream right because everybody is a dreamer what's alicia key say concrete jungle where dreams are made on (laughs) honor of whatever but you guys know what i mean yes and And i i would never like afraid to be like a unique or different because you know they're you know they appreciate this and um, they appreciate your being yourself um they appreciate your being unique and uh, if you want to you know not if you are crazy and there's someone always crazier than you and that's fine mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is you, true yeah there's someone and, always crazier in this yeah city. yeah so i i love that and then nobody gonna judge you and maybe a lot of people would admire that um and also i learned that um not to limit yourself because when i um when i was younger i thought i you know my only way is ballet and that's what I taught to focus on it which is great because I I really built my foundation my ballet foundation at that time but then I came to New York I saw more possibilities and I've never thought about I would dance and sing on the Broadway stage yeah and uh, I watched the show I was like oh there are ballerinas in there and the you know, I always thought, okay, I might need to get a, like a college, like a voice degree of it. But then yeah. later, once I got involved with the auditions and I saw people around me, they've, they've been auditioned and some friends I made to Broadway stage from modern company for, and I was like, oh my gosh, they know, you know, like they can do it. I can do it too. I just need to try. I just need to step into it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing Take a to leap. lose. Yeah, 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 and it's it's fun, you know. Like <laughs> uh, always, good to try. Life's short, you know. Try everything. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a thing I definitely found. What that's New York gave to me. 
yeah, it's not to limit yourself and the dare to dream and that you can do anything you put your mind to. Yes. Wow. That's so, That's beautiful. so inspiring. Yeah, Thank for you. sure. Congratulations on all Thanks. of it. Incredible. Can you so you've danced with uh the Susan Farrell Ballet? Yes. With the Met. And now you're currently on Broadway. Yeah. Can you talk about the difference? <laughs> I know I always call it Broadway. I, I love when Jason puts his inflection. <laughs> but uh, can you talk about like the big difference between those two? I feel like even though they're both like very artistic, they're so different. Or maybe just to me, I don't know. Yeah, 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 it is different. You know, <laughs> ballet war is so different with um, Broadway and musical theater world. Mm -hmm. um, also the, the company is different because, you know, in ballet, you, well, for me now, I feel um, like the Phantom of the Opera company yeah. is like more like a family and uh, more everyone's more chill because mm -hmm. we all stay in one track. Um, maybe we do understudy other roles, but we see each other every day. We're more like together, united as a family. But um, when I mm -hmm. dance with the Suzanne Farrow Ballet, that's a typical ballet company. And usually in ballet companies, we have, you know, we do all different kinds of repertories. And of course, then they were, they were that's like competition. Every time the cast come out, oh, and, you, know, yeah. you know, every class you just, or rehearsals, you just have to be always there. Like, because, um, you know, that's just kind of audition <laughs> for yeah, different so roles. The and whole, the, all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, so wow. that's like... Um, yeah, that you don't feel like as a family, you're like wow. being more competitive there. Um, but you know, it's it's art. It's uh, different yeah. types. Like you cannot say which one's better, which one. It's just different. Yeah. yeah. So Black Swan is real. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> wow. Not as dramatic, but yeah. the audition yeah. is yeah. there. <laughs> but like the idea of it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> So, so yeah, so speaking of Broadway, mm -hmm. how does it feel to be a part of the Broadway community? I know you just gave a little bit of insight to that about being part of a family, et cetera. Um, but if you could go into a little bit more detail and Fan of the Opera is the longest running show mm -hmm. on Broadway. Mm -hmm. uh, so what's that like too? Mm -hmm. um, so I've, first of all, I've never... Um, thought about I would be on Broadway until I made it and uh, actually I'm still I'm I'm still quite new to this industry compared with a lot of people since they were a teenager they start to audition and uh, you know doing musicals and uh, I'm still a new transition from ballet to uh, musical theater to Broadway um, and uh the industry, I think, just very, um, like, love to help each other. Yeah, and uh, I think especially our company, like, you know, we will help each other if, you know, dancers would, could help a singer for, for dance movements and the singers couldn't help dancers for vo vocals. I love and, that. Uh, yeah, um, and we will always have fun um, things to share and the uh, um oh yeah that's yeah that's pretty uh, yeah do you have like specific questions because if it's no, a, just like, a yeah, huge that awesome. question that yeah yeah it was very like open-ended I, I actually do have another question about that were you 
a part of the company before the shutdown? Yes, I literally just joined the company for a year and then it shut down. So, um, so what was that like? If you don't mind going into that a little bit. Yeah, when I joined the, I joined the company for like about thirteen months and then it shut down for eighteen months. And literally, my off time was like longer than the time I joined. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, like that was just such a shock because at the beginning when um, I remember that was March 20th and it's a Thursday and I I think that day we were we are the only show doing a matinee show so most of the people they're you know at home and got this news and we were literally in the show and got this news and I remember um, at the backstage we heard um, you know the manager was announcing okay after this show we're gonna have a meeting so we were like, oh my gosh, it thinks it sounds very serious. And but at that yeah. time, not so many cases in New York yet, right? Mm-hmm. And then after the um, show, we we're like, we had a, a like a meeting on stage and saying, oh, we might have to shut down for four weeks. So everyone pack your little, you know, your belongings and the, you know. At the beginning, I was like, oh, good, you know, four weeks, I can just like relax yeah, like a little have bit a little at break. home. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then later, it just keep extending from end of the year to another, like, couple months to another couple months. So um, during the time at home, of course, I was, you know, of course, I was sad because, you know, that's the dream stage I just enjoyed for a year and then you know this happened but i try to keep keep myself positive and because it's happened and you know nothing i have to accept the reality so just try to make the best of it so i keep training at home even though the apartment is small and um, yeah. keep practicing singing and my dance and uh, learn more things and the uh, focus a little more on my dancewear design designs and the yeah to try to you know have the best shape to ready to go back on stage I love that thank you I do I I asked one question and then I like have little baby questions coming mm-hmm. out of it but <laughs> yeah since we're talking about that can you talk about what it was like the first show back so you were off for 18 months off but like we were in this shutdown for 18 months with no idea what was going to happen mm-hmm. like would you ever come back like I had my friend and I had a moment where we were like are we gonna have to tell our kids like there used to be this thing called Broadway mm-hmm. because it was so much unknown and so scary yeah. so what was that first night back? You guys, didn't Andrew Lloyd Webber fully like DJ outside? Yes, yes. Yeah. And we were like dancing on yeah. the second floor of the balcony. Yeah. yeah that, so what was that night like? Yeah, it was like like a so magical. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's still feel like a, a dream because we kind of like prepared for it because we had a month rehearsals before opening and we mm. kind of knew it's it's gonna be big and also I was kind of like happy that we had a little shutdown and then we came back it it feels like oh we are rejoining that we joined the show and we can feel the process again from the studio because when we first time joined you know we 
we don't it's like jumping onto a like a running train like mm-hmm. the new people rehearse like separately to join the show but then because the pandemic everyone yeah. go back to studio rehearsing together um from the beginning it feels like you we're doing a new show and then yeah. it's just hard it's it feels a little weird also like hard to imagine you know this show has been running for 34 years and then you are a part of a beginning again so um, oh wow i just got chills thinking of that yeah thank you yeah because it's such a iconic and a classic show and then mm-hmm. um before the opening night of course i was nervous and the, you know i i yeah and i but i know that it's going to be like amazing and i yeah. remember when we were before the curtain open not not really curtain like yeah. <laughs> when they announce um you know the show start and blah 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 and we were at the backstage cuz i was in the auction scene which is the first scene okay. so when the lights got dark and then when we start to walk on stage not yeah. the lights op- on yet and the first line is the auction set sold and then all the audience start to clap and scream and i was like oh my god i tried to hold my tears on stage yeah i was going to not hold my tears right now i love it that it was just wow you know it's i feel language is just hard to explain you know my what my my feeling um no, at that time it. it was yeah chills in the yeah Yeah, no, I feel that. I got a little tear coming on too. <laughs> yeah, same. We've had a couple of guests on who were in like the first show back or mm-hmm. sort of like mm-hmm. just like what you just said, like being this show's been running for 34 years, but then to be a part of the beginning of this again? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Cool is such a silly word to describe it, but it is. It's so cool. Yeah, it's like I Wow, this is show I'm running the tech rehearsal now. I'm doing the dress rehearsal now. I'm doing the all those like lighting design now. It just wow, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so you, you know, know, it's at one side you're not lucky because you got shut down for 18 months, mm-hmm. but then another side you're kind of lucky cuz you're involved at the reopening. So. Yeah. That's a, that's so amazing. Yeah. Do you still like pinch yourself? Like you do you still like I feel like <laughs> if I was on Broadway, And I was on Broadway for like on and off for a couple years, right? Mm-hmm. I was still pinching myself every day, like this is such a dream. Does it still feel like that to you, or are you kind of like, okay, this is a job now? Um, no, I always feel like it's it's such a great thing to do, even yeah. though you know eight shows per week is quite hard, and you always have that day where it's like, oh god, oh my god, I'm so tired. I I don't want to go on there. Right. Yeah, there normal. Uh, the dance, the dancing in Phantom is intense, so I can imagine doing that eight times Especially a week. Especially the like, floor is not really wow. for ballet, you know, because it's hard steel That's floor. Great. Like usually, in, in ballet stages are like wood and more bouncy. Oh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I have a little. <clears throat> yeah, But, it's okay. Yeah. Um, and also we wear like a rubber ponchos, so it's not. Um, because we don't use molly floor, anyways. But I still yeah. feel like you know, I I want I wanted to have my best moment on stage. Because you know, first of all, the that pandemic when pandemic happened, no one knows. 
So you you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow. You just have to enjoy every show, and also、okay. as an Asian, you know, like not so many Asians on Broadway stage, and、uh, yeah. I always want to inspire people.、Um, I remember one time before the pandemic, we are still allowed to, you know, sign programs and this、um, to. Of the audience to you know、mm-hmm. if the audience the wanted,、door. yes, yes, yeah. And I remember、um, a friend took, you know, some of、um, girls backstage to to just walk, showing around, and then she asked me to sign my name, and I signed my Chinese name. And she's like, because she's、um, Chinese American, she's like, oh my gosh, this is so cool! I have to show my mom, you know, like it just,、oh. it just like feel like. You know, you know the, all those little girls there. They they probably wanted to be on this kind of stage, and then、mm-hmm. if they see someone there, and they're like, "Oh, she can do it. I can do it too." And I want to be that people can inspire them. And、yeah. also, I often got on Instagrams and the, all different、um, platform social media pl- platforms, and the some audience they would you know message me like, "Oh my gosh, I." You know, I come from China. I saw you on stage、um, of my favorite show, Phantom of the Opera, and it just feel so great, so proud. You know,、mm-hmm. like you know, there's someone like we're familiar with. You know, on stage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah representation so, is so important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you、oh. could be that one factor to a young girl in the audience who's like, oh. She looks like me. I can do this, yeah, right? Yeah, and just yeah, change yeah. your whole life just yes, from that yes, one moment, and just、yes. from you being brave enough、mm-hmm. to like continue、yeah. to pursue your dreams and come from another country and like do the thing. So that was so beautiful.、Cool. Thank you. And keeping on that train of thought, do you have、mm-hmm. any advice for like young girls, especially girls of, of Asian descent, who may want to pursue this career? Because we need more, right? We need more representation. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yes, yeah. I, I just think that don't limit yourself and don't give up. You know, if you have this dream, if this is your goal, then just keep doing it. Of course, you know, maybe it's not going to be that easy. Nothing, nothing is that easy, and you just、yeah. have to keep trying and keep doing it and keep keep your passions,、um, follow your dreams.、Okay. Mm-hmm. You have to. I always tell、yeah. people that too. Like I go, to, I might talk to like high schools or whatever. I'm like, it's if freaking like I don't know, Viola Davis and and、uh, Will Smith and whoever you name. Like if they can make it, so can you. You know, yeah, like, you yeah. just have to keep going. Yeah, yeah, keep yeah. Going. yeah. Don't take like, no for an yeah. answer. Yeah, nothing is impossible. It's everything is possible. So,、mm-hmm. yeah, I just have、oh, to、wow. believe yourself. Yeah, I love that. That's so nice. <laughs> Man、so、is、nice. in love with you. I am. <laughs> You're just spitting wisdom and inspiration today, and we love. Thank you. We say this a lot on the podcast. Jason and I are suckers、mm-hmm. for like some、mm-hmm. inspiration, some follow your dreams moment.、Mm-hmm. So, so we're totally here for you, and and we really admire you, and we're so happy that you joined us on the show. Thank、show. you.、Woo. So typically we play a game at the end of every okay. interview, okay. but we know that games、yeah. are not your thing. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna do、uh, get to know our new bestie, <laughs> and just ask you like some of your favorite things. Okay. It'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Jason, do you want to go take the first one? Yeah. Do you have a? So we were talking about arabesques earlier. Yeah. Do you have a favorite, <laughs> like favorite ballet move, like something you like to show off to people? Uh, I always like jumps. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you, you get high? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have good jumps. Um, yes. Yes. Um, Padisha. Um, Grand yes, Padisha. Yes. I danced a long time ago. I did ballet. Like, could not mm -hmm. do it now, but I do do Padisha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it it's, so yeah. it's so fun. It's so fun. Okay, so do you have a favorite TV show? Um, something you binge, something you, you're like go to? Uh, the Sex and City. It's always yeah. my favorite. Yeah. yeah. Just classic. It's, so good. Yeah, it's <laughs> a classic. Yeah. It's good when you yeah. have those classics that are so such good TV that you could just rewatch and rewatch and rewatch. Yeah, yeah. And I love to you know just watch their fashion. It's yeah. yeah. Ties so back cool. in yeah. to then then your dance line. Look yeah. at that. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Um, what's your favorite thing to do on your day off in New York City? Oh, I <clears throat> I love to go to museums and um, uh, watch shows actually. The other shows. Yeah. The other shows I see a, a lot of a lot of um, Broadway shows, <clears throat> Broadway shows, ballets, New York City ballet, ABT. Oh, nice. Or, Modern, modern companies, contemporary companies. I see all kinds of shows, and I love museums. <clears throat> no matter it's more classical, like Mad, or you know, uh, I recently I love like The Shed. I oh, love The Shed. So oh my gosh, The Shed is such a good space. Yes, great, like great experience there. Experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so cool. Mm -hmm. um, Okay, what's your favorite place to eat in New York City? Mm, a lot of places. Um, <laughs> well, right? there's no like such a favorite place because um, I always love you know a lot of new places or a lot of trendy places. You just mm -hmm. want to try everything. Are you yeah. a foodie? Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's like I was like I don't think I could choose either. I love too many foods. Mm -hmm. I do. <laughs> yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, favorite color? Pink. Yeah, oh. without thoughts, pink. That was yeah. quick. That was quick. <laughs> no, it no, didn't even yeah. take a beat. Mm -hmm. uh, your favorite drink of choice? Oh, what, like what kind of drink? Anything. Like, coffee, maybe? wine, whatever's your favorite, like, drink of choice. You can give a couple if you want. Um, There's no rules. <laughs> I like tea. Um... Well, for for like alcohol, I like um, pina colada. Oh yes, me yeah. too. <laughs> so good, especially Love. today. Today's right. gonna be like ninety-eight degrees. Yeah, yeah. This is like a perfect pina colada day. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just cool yeah. right yeah. down. Yeah. Love a frozen blended beverage. Drama. You have a favorite phantom character in the show. Um. Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough one. Yeah, I that's know. a tough one. Because um, so obviously, I like my role. Yeah. Besides my role, um, I well, I will say something. I will say Shalumo. And you, oh. that's that's the only role. Um, uh -huh. It's in the show, but no one's playing it. Oh, why? Um, they just mentioned mentioned that is is the writer of Hannibal. 
And then they mentioned about oh, Shalimo, blah blah blah. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. Yeah. Shalimo was not on stage. I named my cat Shalimo. <gasps> That's so when, cool. I, when I joined the show um, in January, and then I, I got a cat on street, and then it's happened. It happened to, you know, meant to be my cat, yeah. and then I just named my cat after Shalimo. It's called Momo. Oh, that is so I freaking cute. That. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. I love cats. Yeah, I love cats. <laughs> Do you have a favorite <clears throat> New York City neighborhood? Um, that's a like hard question too because I I love a lot of places. I don't. Um, I don't know. Hard um, skip. Yes. Yeah. yeah like, it's like for example, which like, which part like is oh, which neighborhoods you yeah. all favorite? Oh, me? Like, I think I would say Hell's Kitchen. I live in Hell's okay. Kitchen. I, oh. feel like, I feel like a lot of my favorite spots are in Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen. A lot of my friends live here. I can walk mm-hmm. through the theater. So that's I would what say, I would say Chelsea or Astoria. Mm-hmm. I love oh. Astoria. Mm-hmm. Queens and then uh, yeah. Chelsea. If I'm going to be in Manhattan. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea's a good one. Yeah, I I still can't pick one. Even you have <laughs> yeah. like you know, <laughs> you diplomatic. You yeah. can be diplomatic and say all of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I like all the different. whole islands. Yeah, yeah. The whole <laughs> whole New York. Yeah. yeah. Do you have a favorite candy? Um chocolate. Mm. chocolate. Yeah, and my favorite salad is chocolate too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was funny. <laughs> Do you have a favorite movie? <clears throat> um, that movie called um, Emily, the the French movie. Oh, ah, Emily! Yes, yes. Yeah, and it was a Broadway yeah. show for for a moment as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's my favorite movie because she's so quirky, and I I feel like I'm her. Oh, I love, I love that. that. I haven't seen it. I guess now I have to check it out. Now you yeah, it's so cute. Me. It's really cute. Yeah. All right, we got uh, favorite actress. Um, Natalie Portman. Yes. Speaking of Black Swan. Yeah. <laughs> she is amazing. Yeah. Uh, do you have like a favorite night out in the city? Like, if your 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 dream night out, what does that look like? Uh, <clears throat> I watch a ballet and uh, um, have a roof, like I have a drink at a rooftop bar after that. Ooh, invite bar. me, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll meet you there, and yeah. then we'll have um, some chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last one, because I know you have a show. You have a show today. Two shows mm-hmm. today. Yes. Uh, do you have a favorite dancer? Favorite dancer. Yeah. Mariana yeah. Nunes um, from Royal Ballet. Oh, that so was a quick one. You have, yeah, you had yeah, yeah, just yeah, like yeah. just like pink. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> also, she wear one of my leotards in the back in 2018. She wear my design leotards on the cover of Dance Magazine. Whoa, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, that that was a dream come true because she's my favorite dancer in the. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Thank you. Wow! Congratulations. Thanks. You're iconic. Actually, I actually. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Shasha, it was wonderful to chat with you. Before we go, can you 
tell people about your social media, where they can find you, where they can support you, your website for your dancewear. And we'll yes. also put in the show notes. But yes, yes. Um, so my personal um, Instagram is Xiao Xiao Cao Four Six, and my um, do I have to spell or it's fine? No, we'll, or, put, we'll like a little graphic. We'll put okay, it. okay. <laughs> and my 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 design account is Xiao Xiao Designs on Instagram, and my website is xiaoxiaonyc.com. Yes. yes. Yeah, I'll probably put right here. I'll yes. Right there. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. Oh. And if you're a Xiao Xiao fan, they just found us today. Mm-hmm. You can follow us at Survival Dolls Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and Survival Dolls Podcast on Facebook. You can follow Sammy Toots over there on Instagram. And well, you don't really tweet Sammy Toots. You gotta get on that mm-hmm. tweet. Then. I know. You gotta help me. I don't tweet. I don't talk. I don't tweet. I don't, I don't talk. talk. <laughs> She's Sammy at Sammy Toots, and I am at Jason A. Booms on all the things. Yay! Yeah. Thank this was you amazing. So much. Thank you. I'm so happy to get to know you. That was amazing. Yeah, I'm Thank very you for your happy. Time. Yeah. We'll have to come see you in the show. Yes, we'll welcome. Go see welcome. Phantom. One of, one of my I've favorites. never seen it. It's the longest <gasps> running. I've never seen it. Oh, my oh Jason. Did you just hear me gasp? We're going. <laughs> <laughs> We're going. Welcome. Done. Yeah. We'll see yeah. you there. Thank yeah. you. Have a great two show Thank day. Thank you. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.